Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. This is episode 26. Um, Coming up this week, we're going to talk some tech football. We're going to talk some Texas Tech basketball. We're going to look at the Chiefs and the Cowboys um, and what's going to be happening with them this week. And then I've got a little bit of announcement to make about a format change uh, for The Chris Carpenter Show. And... um, in the upcoming year, we're going to do a little bit of a changing of the format with this show. And we'll end with the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. So, I'll start with the announcement for the format change. So, the Chris Carpenter show um, from now on is going to be more of a sports-centered show. Um, the Star Trek wrestling talk, I'm, I'm going to ha- go ahead and, and, and do away with that save for maybe an occasional commentary on it. Um, and the reason I'm doing that is I'm just getting feedback from some of my audience uh, that they are very more heavily into the sports uh, portion of the program. And so we're going to really uh, hope heavily focus in on on sports. It'll still be Texas Tech sports uh, exclusively, just my other commentary on, on things that interest me. Um, but you know, the Star Trek stuff, the wrestling stuff's going to go away. Um, I'm toying with the idea of starting another podcast, a more of a Star Trek uh, podcast. If I do, you know, I'll let you know. Um, but you know, the the Chris Carpenter show is going to uh, really rely heavily on sports. Um, I'll give you my thoughts on some things, um, and and you know, the tip of the week is not always, is not usually going to be sports related and. Uh, there may be a couple non non sports related stuff, but uh, we're really going to lean heavily into the sports uh, on this program. So, uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, I'm going to start heavily, you know, posting um, on especially tech sports pages to hopefully get some more people to listen. And you know, eventually, I'd like to have maybe uh, you know viewer uh, listener questions, things like that, um, maybe down the road. But anyway, uh, so. We're st- it's episode 26, but we're going to be uh, kind of a new format here on the Chris Carpenter Show. Let's talk a little bit of tech football. Um, st- let's start with last Sunday, and the big news is tech does know where they're going to play. They're going to be playing in the Liberty Bowl, and they're going to be playing Mississippi State. And you may have heard of Mississippi State's head coach. His name is Mike Leach, and in case you didn't know, he used to coach Texas Tech. So I'm not going to get into a lot of the Mike Leach, Texas Tech drama. I've gotten into that a lot on other episodes of this show. Um, You know, needless to say, you know, my stance has been pretty clear with the whole situation. If you've listened to past episodes of this show. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, You know, I think Tech is going to have a hard time winning. Just because of the, you know, loss of coaches um, and the situation with Sonny Cumbie coming back to coach uh, the ga- the bowl game where he's coaching at Louisiana Tech now. And, you know, I, I think quite frankly, too, Mike Leach is going to be highly motivated uh, to beat Tech and beat Tech pretty soundly. So it, it, it has the potential to be a very ugly game for Tech. I'll say this, though. Um, the bowl game honestly doesn't really matter much 
um, in the grand scheme of things for the Tech football program. Um, you're not going to have Joey McGuire or any of the, the McGuire staff down there coaching the game except for uh, DeAndre Smith, who's being retained. And, I mean, I don't think anything that happens there is going to reflect bad on, on DeAndre Smith, um, you know. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be that big of a, big of a deal, um, you know, if they lose, even if they get the doors blown off of them, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, the focus, honestly, my focus isn't really even on the bowl game. I'll, I mean, I'll watch the bowl game and all that, but it's really focused more on next year recruiting, who's on the staff, things like that. So should be an interesting bowl, a bowl game, I guess. Uh, you know, as far as the other bowl games, you know, um, I'll probably pay attention to the UTEP bowl game. They're they're in the New Mexico Bowl against Fresno State. I think Fresno State's probably going to win. Um, you know, uh, they're just I don't know. Bowl season just does not. It's 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 just not what it used to be, and there's just too many bowls and some of the bowls. I mean, why is there a New Mexico Bowl? Hey, you. You did it. You had a good season. Hey, let's go to Albuquerque. Well, don't get shot at. You know, it's just some of them are nonsensical locations, you know. I mean, some of them are awesome, like the Bahamas Bowl. I mean, if I was a college football player, hey, let me spend my holiday in the Bahamas or Hawaii. That's great. You know, but like Boise, Idaho. Yeah. In the winter? No, thank you. So, um... You know the playoff. It's I think we're I think we're headed towards an Alabama and Georgia rematch, and it'll be a real snooze fest. It'll be a real ratings disaster. Which is, it's good news if you're for an expanded playoff because the last time we had an all you know we had LSU Alabama rematch in the BCS championship game that really hastened the uh, you know shelving the BCS and then bringing in the the playoff in the first place. And so I think if we end up with Alabama-Georgia, which I think we're headed towards, um, I think that is going to hopefully hasten the expansion of the playoffs, which I'm all for. I think think you can really – I think it's going to be really entertaining if they go to eight or, you know, even 12 or – who knows? Um, you know, when they first started, I thought, you know, one, I, I was kind of for, hey, let's expand it to six. You give the top two teams a bye, and then, you know, you go to your four and, and two. Um, I'm good with eight. I think that'll be, you know, especially being a fan of a school in the Big 12 Conference that, you know, guarantees that if you win the Big 12 Conference – you're going to be in the playoff and you know quite frankly it's going to become a lot more of a realistic goal in a few years where Texas Tech could potentially win win a Big 12 championship um so you know i think i i'm i'm happy for the expansion that that's coming down the pipe um as far as the other playoff teams uh certainly you know i think Michigan deserves to be be in the playoff uh, I'd love for them to beat Georgia. I just I, I don't think it's going to happen. And then, you know, I'm really happy that Cincinnati got in. Uh, I, f- I feel like they deserve to be in. I know a lot of people don't because 
they, you know, quote unquote, they play in, you know, in a, the AAC. And, I mean, they, I mean, they beat Notre Dame and they beat Notre Dame pretty soundly who uh, won all their, all their other games. And so, you know, I think Cincinnati certainly deserves to be in the playoff. I just think, unfortunately for them, their reward is, hey, you get to play Alabama and Nick Saban. And I just, I don't think they're going to win. But, um, you know, the other bowls on the New Year's Six, you know, Baylor playing Ole Miss, that's going to be fun, a fun matchup uh, with Lane Kiffin, you know, Oklahoma State, playing I think they're playing oh, I'm, I'm gonna look it up real quick sorry behind the scenes of the Chris Carpenter show here um as you can tell I've really spent a lot of time thinking about the bowl <laughs> the bowl matchups lately um that are coming up but uh, you know I know Oklahoma State's in the Fiesta Bowl um yeah they're playing Notre Dame that should be a fun matchup the luster of that matchup has has kind of dimmed a little bit with um, Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator uh, Jim Knowles going to Ohio State, um, but you know I think it'll be fun. I, I guess I don't know. I guess I might lean Oklahoma State on that. I really can't stand Notre Dame, but Oklahoma State still has that bozo opponent that decided to bash Lubbock. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if I'll, if I'll even watch it, but you know. So you got some interesting matchups, but you know, as a Tech fan, to me, I mean, I, my eyes on football are to next year and the upcoming recruiting class and potentials uh, coming in. And we'll talk about recruiting a little bit more in just a second. I do want to talk um, about the tech coaching staff. We got the final kind of assembly of the new coaching staff. Um, Zach Kitley is going to be the offensive coordinator. And I misspoke last week. He is uh, Coach Wes Kitley's son, not like I said he was his nephew. So, um, I think that's a really great hire. Um, you know, Zach Kitley did really good at Houston Baptist, and then this year at Western Kentucky, offensively, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be real strong um, as the new offensive coordinator. I'm really excited that uh, Stephen Hamby is coming to be the offensive line coach. You know, Hamby was a part of those Tech teams, uh, probably the last, the the last of the Leech teams where he had. Louis Vasquez and Brandon Carter, and those were some really strong um, def- uh, offensive line teams. And you know they are. I just I really really that was they were the underrated part of what the offense was able to do at Tech with Harrell and Crabtree, because um, Harrell would not have all that time in the world without those great offensive line. And so I'd love to get back to that level again and I think I think Stephen Hamby can can help tech get back to that level. Um they we also got a hire for defensive coordinator and it's gonna be Tim DeRoyter from Oregon. Uh he's been in several places, you know. Um I'm cautiously optimistic about this hire. Um, you know, it's it's been just a long slog with tech defense for so long and going through coordinator after coordinator, you know, you just kind of don't know what you're going to get. But, I mean, you know, this guy has got some great experience. He's coming from Oregon. Um, he's been at other places like Cal. And, I, you know, I think I think he can uh, do, some, do some good stuff here. Um, I, think, I think the key is going to be, you know, are, are we going to recruit more to the defensive side of things? You know, when Cliff was the coach – 
defense was just kind of the forgotten thing. You know, Cliff was very much focused on the offense and, you know, did did a obviously a great job with the offense and you know, the problem was the defense was awful, you know, so you you basically were for you you forced your offense basically to score on every offensive possession or they'd lose. Um, I think the good thing is with Joey McGuire, the way I think he has set things up, I th- think he's going to, you know, try and be a little bit more of, of complimentary football, um, you know, and, and recruit to that defensive side of things. And a lot of the early recruits have been to the defensive side of things and to the offensive line, which were, you know, I think your two biggest weaknesses this year. So, um, but, you know, I think I think it's a pretty solid hire of defensive coordinator, um, you know. So I think overall pretty, pretty solid staff. Um, you know, what's been really cool is, you know, the staff's been out to all the Texas high schools um, this week. And, you know, I think Tech, uh, Tech is really trying to brand itself as the destination spot for um, if you've got a top high school player in Texas come to Tech. And I think that's a good strategy. They've not had that strategy. They've not, they've not done a very good job, uh, you know, even dating back to the cliff years of recruiting the state of Texas. And, you know, I think, I think if Joey McGuire can really brand Tech as this destination spot for your, your Texas high school football players, you know, Tech's going to be in really good shape. And I think that the opportunity's there. Um, you know, Texas is, quite frankly, it's a dumpster fire, um, you know. And I think you can swoop in uh, if you're Tech and really uh, start bringing in some of these higher quality uh, talent uh, in, from Texas. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We are going to have, uh, you know, National Signing Days coming up. I think it's December the 15th, and, um, you know, recruiting-wise, you know, Joey McGuire's done a heck of a job in the, in the month he's been here. You know, he's taken this recruiting class from the 70s to the 40s, and, you know, he's not done yet. And, you know, that brings me to the Quinn Ewers situation. We still don't have um, any definitive uh, decision from uh, Quinn Ewers. He took a visit today to Austin. Hopefully, he got out before dark because it's like the bad. It's like Bad Max out there in dark because they've defunded the police. But um, you know, he took a visit to Austin today, University of Texas. Um, you know, I honestly lean more towards he probably goes to Texas. Um, but it's it's great to be in this conversation, and. You know, I think Tech's going to be fine at quarterback, even if yours doesn't come. Uh, you know, I think both Donovan Smith and Baron Morton um, are very solid uh, players. And, you know, Tyler Shuck's still there. And that's interesting to me as well. I mean, I think to be next year, um, I think the starter's going to be either Donovan Smith or Baron Morton. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to have somebody like Shuck in there. Uh, in the room as well, um, you know. So, but ultimately, I think Ewers does go to Texas. But it would be a pretty uh, big, uh, big get to uh, get him to come to Tech, and I think that would really show the rest of college football that you know Texas Tech isn't uh, this you know terrible job in you know place where you know you go out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, there's that perception still continues to exist that you know Tech is. 
just this middle of nowhere, you know, type of university, and it's hard to get people to come here. I just, you know, I really would like to get rid of that uh, mentality, you know. So, uh, but we'll find out, you know, this week on Wednesday where exactly uh, who's coming and who's not, and could we see some surprises? Uh, we potentially could. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely see what happens. Let's talk a little bit of tech basketball and big win this week. Uh, they took on Tennessee Tuesday night, and it was a rough game to watch. I, I will, you know, I'll admit that. Um, you know, both teams didn't shoot the ball very well at all. Um, in fact, Tech only scored 12 points in the second half total. But Tech um, got to overtime, found a way to win in overtime. Uh, and huge win, a real impressive win. Um, you know, defensively, Tech is still the the great defense they've been past few years, and that's not surprising. You know, you have Mark Adams, who was basically the architect of that defense, is the head coach now, and you know they've the defense still looks very strong. Uh, offensively, there's some struggles. I still think you have more scores on this team than you've had in in recent years. Um, probably the last team that you had more uh, as many scores as I think you have on this team was, you know, when you had Keenan uh, Evans senior year, when you had Keenan Evans, you know, and then Culver and Moretti. Um, so I, I think, you know, I think this team, it's made for some reason, I don't know, and, uh, you know, if it was being at Madison Square Garden or what, but scoring was a little, little rough. Um, Bacho is really fun to watch and it's really fun to see a big man again at tech that you know has some pretty quality tools um because the last few years of the beard of the beard regime we had big men but they were it, it seemed like they were just basically projects uh works in progress and you could put them out on the floor maybe a couple minutes but they they couldn't give you quality minutes and you know, Bacho has really impressed me. Um, you know, he needs to work on his free throw shooting, but that's a lot of big men. And really, honestly, Tech, quite frankly, needs to work on their free throw shooting a lot more. Um, you know, they, that was still a big, uh, big issue on Tuesday night. So um, they'll play Arkansas State this Tuesday, and then they've got another big matchup Saturday against Gonzaga. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I think they're going to have a chance to beat Gonzaga. I think they've got some really good pieces, but. You know, the Tennessee game, I think, showed showed me and showed a lot of Tech fans, you know, that this team is going to be pretty, pretty strong and they're, they're going to be they're going to be very competitive in the Big 12. Now, you know, where does that lead you? I mean, the Big 12 just seems top to bottom again to be uh, probably the best conference in college college basketball. I mean, the worst team is Kansas State. And, you know, they've they've had some pretty good victories this year as well. And and then you you know you look at a team like Iowa State, they're back to pop it up to the top again, and you know that they were they've been cellar dwellers last few years, um, but you know I think it's just going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be a fun fun conference season, and you know February first is coming. You know, and by the way, congratulations to Seton Hall. That was a very good win on Thursday night. You know, nobody respects Seton Hall like I do. So, <laughs> but anyway. So we'll, we'll watch uh, on Tuesday and Saturday against Gonzaga. So let's talk a little bit of NFL football. And we've got both the Chiefs and the Cowboys in action this week. And they're both playing 
divisional opponents. So the Cowboys will play the Redskins or Washington football team. Um, this should be a pretty fun matchup. Uh, you know, Washington has has come on strong. They're six and six right now. Um, they've been very impressive the last couple of weeks, and. You know, the Cowboys were able to get a victory um, last Thursday against the Saints with, you know, everybody out for COVID, including the coach. This could be, I think this is a pretty dangerous game for the Cowboys um, coming up. You know, the Redskins have been very solid the last couple of weeks, and it's at Washington. And, you know, there's been there's been many times where the Cowboys go up and play the Redskins in Washington, and it's... You know, they lay a big fat egg on the field or, you know, there's I remember back, I think it was like 2005 Monday Night Football. You know, the Cowboys had a pretty good lead and they throw a bomb to Santana Moss last two minutes of the of the game and they, they come they come back to win. So this could be a tough game. I'm leaning probably towards the Redskins winning, unfortunately, um, but we'll see what happens. And then you've got the Chiefs. They're playing the Raiders. And, I, you know, the Chiefs have, have really turned it around. You know, like I said, you know, about a month ago, it looked like, you know, it was going to be a miracle if the Chiefs even got uh, back to the playoffs. And, you know, they've been able to turn it around. They've been playing defense better. Um, you know, Mahomes hasn't had to do everything. And I think that was why he was throwing so many interceptions and things like that is, you know, he felt like he had to do everything to basically uh, will them to win. Um, the Raiders are a very solid team, though, and, and I, you know, I think this is going to be a pretty steep challenge. I think the Chiefs are going to pull it out um, in the end. Um, you know, it's, it's, at, it's at Arrowhead Stadium, and um, I, just, I think the Chiefs are going to do enough to win. Um, you know, this is going to be an interesting stretch for the Chiefs. They've got, you know, several divisional games coming up over the next few weeks. And, you know, I think it's going to come down to the Chiefs or the Chargers to win this division. And, you know, they're, the Chiefs are unfortunately on a shortened week this week. Uh, they'll play the Chargers on Thursday Night Football. And that's unfortunate, um, I think, for both teams to have such an important matchup you know, in, during a shortened week. But, um, you know, I think the, I think the uh, Chiefs have a great chance to win tomorrow. And if they can beat um, the Chargers on Thursday, then, you know, they'll, they'll be in the driver's seat to win the um, AFC West. And getting to the number one seat is not necessarily out of the question yet for them. You know, you've seen other team, the other teams struggle. I mean, the Patriots have really been impressive uh but you know you've got teams like you know the titans that have turned around and lost to some pretty rough opponents you know baltimore lost last week with the whole going for it for two thing um which by the way i think john harbaugh did make the right call on that you know I, i've kind of gotten to the point with those sorts of things is you know if, if you go to you have a if you're having to go to overtime you got a higher likelihood of losing in overtime. So just, you know, roll the dice, go for two. I mean, unless it's like a postseason, you know, situation, but, um, you know, a regular season situation, I would be more apt to go for two on those situations than to kick, kick the extra points, go to overtime. So, but it should be a fun week, uh, in the NFL. We got uh, with both those teams playing, 
um, divisional games. Uh, should be interesting to see. But so um, that's kind of our wrap up for the sports this week. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other other big news going on. Uh, you know, not really. Um, you know, next week we'll start the bowl season and you know kind of go from there. But we're gonna go ahead and take the break right now. When we come back, I will get to the Chris Carpenter tip of the week and welcome back to the chris carpenter show it's now time for the chris carpenter tip of the week and my tip is going to be a movie review this week i got to go see a a movie uh, today called national champions and fantastic movie uh, if you're a sports fan but also if you're not a sports fan i think you're going to get something out of it so the plot of national champions is it is a few days before the college football national championship and you've got two fictional teams uh, one was like the missouri wolves and i think they're supposed to be in the sec and then they never the the other team was the cougars and they're in the big 12 so woo big 12 we made it to the college football national championship fictionally but you know that's as close as they've been <laughs> since the playoffs started so anyway um so the missouri wolves team their quarterback um is highly touted he's going to be quote unquote the number one draft pick everything you know the whole spiel well he just he comes out and he announces that he is going to boycott the national championship game unless they start to compensate college football players and he invites all these other players to join him and so a lot of the players join him and you know it's 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 a lot of conversation about the NCAA system and you know is it a fair system for the athlete things like that which obviously we've been having these conversations a lot last few years especially with the NIL um, stuff coming in now, which one thing I forgot to talk about in my rundown in uh, preview earlier in the show is, you know, there was this uh, big announcement this week from University of Texas that that their uh, offensive linemen are going to be part of this pancake uh, business, and basically they're going to be guaranteed fifty thousand dollars a year um, in NIL money. So if you go to the if you go to the University of Texas as an offensive lineman, you're getting paid fifty thousand a year pretty amazing stuff um but you know back to the movie so it just it just talks about the commentary of you know the billions and billions of dollars that the ncaa makes off of you know things like the college football playoff and now the national championship and then all the conference money things like that and you know are the players being compensated the way they should so it's really interesting and like i said if, if you're not a big sports fan there's a lot. There's a lot to like in this movie as well. Um, you know, they. In fact, I'll just give you one little little spoiler. It doesn't affect the movie that much. Um, there's not. There's no. They don't film any of the football playing part of, in the movie, and so, you know, it's it's a sports movie, but it's not going to have a lot of sports in it. But very interesting conversations. 
Um, you had some really good acting going on. Like I said, it was kind of funny that the Big Twelve and then the Big Twelve commissioner was in it, and it wasn't Bob Bowlesby, you know, wandering around like Mister Magoo. Um, so that part, that part made me laugh as someone that's experienced with the Big Twelve and you know Bob Bowlesby, Mister Magoo, that cares more about you know what radio announcers say about officials than actually promoting the conference, but. Um, you know, I would, I would, I would give this film a recommend. Uh, you know, I thought it was a pretty solid movie, and I think there's a lot uh, to like, even if you're not a sports fan. So, uh, if, if it's playing in your city or near you, I, w- I would recommend going to see uh, National Champions. So, and that is the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. So, all right, uh, a couple notes about kind of the way the schedule is going to go next few weeks as we enter into the Christmas holiday. Uh, My plan probably at this point is to record uh, next Sunday, most likely, Uh, possibly Monday. I'm going to be doing some traveling, um, you know, on Saturday. It's going to be a little bit hectic. Uh, And so I'll probably not record next Saturday. I might, but it'll probably be a little later at night if I do record Saturday. If not, I'll record Sunday. Uh, I'm not going to record on Christmas, <laughs> just so sorry. Well, actually, I'm not sorry about that. But uh, I'll I will move recording the next week to the 26th, uh, Boxing Day. If you don't know what Boxing Day is, you've got two weeks to look it up, and we'll talk about it. Um, and then, uh, obviously, the same situation for New Year's. I will probably record um, that one on January the second. Um, you know, so. And then the schedule will revert back to Saturday. And then, like I said, um, I'm from here on out, the Chris Carpenter show is going to be more sports heavy, less entertainment. Um, I'm working on, you know, getting some social media, maybe a Twitter account potentially and things like that. So, but to, you know, tell, tell, tell your friends about this show and, you know, I'd like to get to a point where maybe I even take uh, listener questions, but uh, that's 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 going to be a work in progress. But anyway, I hope everybody has a great week and I will see you next week on the Chris Carpenter show.